Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's a long weekend if you happen to have Monday off. We do have Monday off. It's a company holiday, holiday here. So um, just to uh, give you that heads up, folks, by the way, uh, that means uh, Monday there will be post offices closed. There will be banks closed. There may be other offices closed. Yeah. So keep that in mind so you don't get well, schools are closed. a surprise. It happens on President's yeah. Day, MLK Day. You know, so many times people go, oh, I didn't know that. I right, would have right. done X, Y, Z. All right. But cloudy, breezy today. This wintry mix, Snedeker says, is coming between 7 and 9 p.m. tonight. But otherwise, it's just going to change over uh, to rain. It's going to be weird. He said midnight, it might be like 56 degrees or something. And then uh, the temperature will be changing. Tomorrow's daytime high. 36. It may seem warmer if you're up at midnight, and it is, but 36, the afternoon high for tomorrow. We'll talk with him a little bit later on. It's going to get colder. Is it a polar vortex, though? No. Bump! Oh, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I, didn't want to, I don't want to hype up too much stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about someone who was on, uh, on that appeared before uh, U.S. lawmakers uh, talking about the devastating impact of fentanyl. But we want to, first of all, talk about who he is. Um, he's Jelly Roll. It's a weird name. We understand that. But he is um, a huge sensation. He's a rapper. He's a country music star. If you don't, his real name is Jason DeFord, but you probably know him if you don't know him by his name. Let's we're gonna play a little bit of him. I only talk to God when I need a favor. It's like his biggest hit right here. And I only pray when I ain't got a prayer. So who the hell am I? Who the hell am I? And Jelly Roll, and he's he's big dude. I, I looked it up; it says he's only six one, but I've seen him by tall people, and he usually towers over them. He's like nearly five hundred pounds, covered in tattoos he's on his face. Got and everything. Tattoos galore. He but, is a guy who has uh, spoken openly about his past conviction for drug dealing. Yeah, yeah. And he's now advocating for victims of uh, heroin and fentanyl epidemics. And he began his testimony to the Senate Banking Committee by noting that in the roughly five minutes he was allotted to speak, someone in the United States will die from a drug overdose. And there's a 72% chance it will be fentanyl-related. Right. So, uh, basically, he was uh, coming forward to talk about this being someone who is very open about it. His he past. Said, his... Yeah. He said, could you imagine the national media attention it would get if there were if we were reporting a plane was crashing every single day and killing 190 people? But because it's 190 drug addicts, 
We don't feel that way because America has been known to bully and shame drug addicts instead of dealing and trying to understand the actual root of the problem. Yeah, and he even references that because I know people quickly go, shut up and dribble or whatever it is. Shut up and sing. We don't want to hear your politics. But again, as you said, he's got a lot of personal. He's been there. Yeah. I live in a very juxtaposition here where I understand the drug dealer and the addict because I have played the position of both. And uh, unrelated, but to Mr. Kennedy's point, I agree with you, Ms. Uh, Senator Kennedy. I believe that chart is about as ass-backwards as it could be, excuse my language. Um, but Mr. Haggerty, I thank you for asking. And I just, I only said that I see this bill as truly helping stop the supply. But as always, the problem with Capitol Hill is that's a bunch of y'all in here fighting to fix half the problem. And we do have a whole problem here, Senator Haggerty. The, uh, Brian Hughes said this when he popped in, like, oh, you know, maybe politics. I think he, he may have said he'd vote for him. Common sense thinking. Why are we fighting with each other? Let's get something done. He called on Congress to be proactive and not reactive in confronting the deaths. He urged lawmakers to pass the Fend Off Fentanyl Act. This is legislation that targets Chinese chemical suppliers and Mexican drug cartels who are trafficking fentanyl with sanctions. He said, I truly believe in my heart this bill will stop the supply and can help stop the supply of fentanyl. But in part of being proactive, gentlemen and women and ladies, I have to be frank and tell you all that if we don't talk to the other side of Capitol Hill and stop the demand, we are going to spin our tires in the mud. So um, he was uh, a very compelling testimony. He went on to talk about how um, I've attended more funerals than I care to share with y'all. This committee, I could sit here and cry for days about the caskets I've carried of people I love dearly, deeply in my soul. Good people, not just drug addicts, uncles, friends, cousins, normal people. Some people that just got in a car wreck and started taking a pain pill to manage it. Mm -hmm. One thing led to the other, how fast it spirals out of control. Um, Yeah, this is the kind of thing that people will look on differently until it happens to someone in their life. And that's something we see frequently. You know, he just happens to be on that end of he's experienced it from the loss. He's experienced it from the uh, criminal part of it. He's experienced it from the addict part of it. Um, But if we were, I don't suggest we do this, but if we said, hey, call and tell us how this has affected your life, you're going to hear stories of just parents who lost their kid. Absolutely horror Didn't even know they ever did any drugs. You're going to see people who struggled for years, thought they were clean, just fell off the wagon once. You're going to hear good people with good jobs just died. It's Mm -hmm. a terrifying, terrifying He has served time in jail for selling drugs as well. So this is someone who has, like he said, been on both sides of the situation. I think the difference with him and many people who are in similar situations, a lot lot of people come out, they make excuses or they just kind of beg for forgiveness. This guy just goes out there and by all accounts, he's the most humble down to earth person who is every step this guy takes in life. He greatly appreciates because he knows where he's been and he knows where he doesn't want to go back to. Mm -hmm. Um, And he just, he doesn't ask for any sort of special favors he's just he's just telling you like it is he he did address his criminal past he said that he didn't believe he was hurting people he said i was the uneducated man in the kitchen playing chemist with drugs i knew absolutely nothing about just like these drug dealers are doing right now when they're mixing every drug on the market with fentanyl and they're killing the people we love i believed when i sold drugs genuinely that selling drugs was a victimless crime i truly believed that so he's you know trying to show that look most of us will think very badly about people and he's not saying you shouldn't he's just saying this is what it was like for me I really believe this stuff. He knows completely different now. Uh, Total, so, totally ignorant to the what he was doing, but you learn and you say, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Big problem uh, in the world. 
And it truly is, uh, For I, I have to say, you know, there's a lot of people that have had to deal with a lot of um, things that they've had to survive and get through, whether it's a, you know, a health crisis, a mental health crisis, um, and addiction is perhaps watching uh, people I love go through treatment and recover. Um, it's one of, I think, the hardest and bravest things that people can do, which is to say, I have a problem. And I want to, you know, do something about it. Unfortunately, when it comes to uh, fentanyl and uh, other situations, uh, because of it's fentanyl, uh, so many more people die. And, uh, you know, like he was talking about, it could start with the pain and a pain pill. And the next thing you know, they're gone. And um, it's a huge problem. And it's one of those that people will be very judgmental about other people, and I'm sure we'll get texts today again about people being very judgmental about other people. And until it happens to someone in your life, you will not understand just how much more complicated it can become. So it's just a a real, you know, sad thing in the world to think that many people, you know, dying every day, talking about um, every single day, 190 people dying. And like he mentioned, you know, imagine if it was a plane crash, but people go, oh, they did it to themselves, right? Yeah, if you didn't want to die, you shouldn't have traveled. What? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, if it wasn't drugs, you would see a lot more empathy out it's there so for sad. this. sad. Someone texted us, ugh, my nephew was clean for five years, picked up again, and we lost him. It's just so sad. It's so sad. Uh, 570-883. Zero zero nine eight. Huge, huge problem in the world. It's today. nice to see someone who's been through everything, every aspect of this minus death, mm-hmm. to use it, use his celebrity for something good. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just Instagram likes. Right. <laughs> doesn't exactly change. Those don't exactly change no, the world. No, they don't. Um, I just want to mention this only because it's you know connected to what we're kind of talking about here, and that is uh, abusing, right? Abusing uh, pain pills, whatever it may be. There's a story in the local paper, the Times Tribune. Nurse faces charges for stealing medication. They're talking about an LPN working at Mid Valley Healthcare Center in uh, Blakely. The 43-year-old charged with acquiring or obtaining possession of a controlled substance by misrepresentation, fraud, forgery, deception, blah, blah, blah. Um, Again, this is in the Times-Tribune. They say that uh, basically a nursing home administrator realized that there were 30 missing 10-milligram oxycodone tablets prescribed to a patient. I guess they had video. Um, where some, you know, one of the LPNs was looking suspicious. And the allegation is that this LPN admitted to taking those tablets during an interview with a Blakely police officer. Um, 30 pills said that it was uh, taken, um, all of them, in two days. Took them all in approximately two days. Denied ever taking any others, whether that's true or not. Questionable, right? There's someone <laughs> working in the medical. There's someone working in the medical field gets caught taking these drugs and is saying they're using it for their own pain management for, in this case, Crohn's. It's like how? What is going right. on? This at- is someone who says they have Crohn's disease yeah. and that it's something for um, that ha- they've been on pain management for that and arthritis. And I have to say, having family members uh, in the past who've had serious, serious pain issues, it's very easy to become dependent on them yes, it is. Uh, because of the pain. And I, you know, 
pain. I would not wish that on anyone having to deal with that. And especially since there are people who have chronic pain conditions and the recent years of crackdown on pain pills have really made life completely unbearable for some. But for people who work in a medical field and they have the access, you know, many people out there who maybe, you know, take some of these but don't have that temptation or that availability or accessibility. Um, when you're working in these situations, unfortunately, um, people, doctors, <laughs> people t- who yeah, work we- in facilities, uh, anyone from the nurse to, you know, somebody else who deals with patients, this is a problem. We talked about this a little bit with that story out of Old Forge where the people who were taking money for car sales and registrations, not filing it, pocketing the money. I jokingly said, you know, we all at that point in life, we see money on a table and we go, oh, should I? No, it's for the server. So you leave it because we yeah, you have good judgment. This is somebody who's in a situation. You wish they had the strength to go. I shouldn't do this. This is wrong. But there's something about that addiction that is most sad thing, though, in this sad. case is that you have a patient who needs those pills. Doesn't have them. And they don't have them. And so someone else is taking someone else's pain relief. And that is just really horrible. Which make this whole thing come full circle. They don't have the pills they need. What happens? They often will try to get them if they can't. They find them other ways. Well, there's others who say they go on the street and then they end up with the drugs with fentanyl in them. And that's my whole point. Yeah, they're gonna you take it for yourself. It hurts somebody else who goes out and maybe finds it and ends up with something laced with fentanyl. So just horrible. horrible. Another one texted us: just lost a beautiful soul to fentanyl. Praying for his family. Very sad. I just want to mention, uh, starting this weekend, Disney on Ice is back at Mohegan Sun Arena. I only yes. mention that because it was something my daughter was always a huge fan of, you know, in those It's a great years. show as well. The funniest thing is, uh, she mentioned about a month ago to me, I heard Disney on Ice is back, maybe we can go. And I'm thinking, you're like, she's going to be 20. <laughs> she still enjoys. Look, I know adults who love this stuff too, so. My favorite thing. Well... Yeah, I think my favorite thing was when I would watch it. You go there and you see these girls dressed up in these elaborate princess costumes. Yes. And it's like, sometimes the moms do it. And mm-hmm. then you're like, whose decision was this? Was it the girl? I bet it was the moms. Uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty adorable. It is. It's pretty it's adorable really stuff. So. We were talking about the fact that it's the wild card uh, playoffs this weekend in the NFL, which is a big deal. And a lot of people will be watching. The one that's going to be interesting is the Peacock network one that's a streaming service you have to pay for and that's the kansas city miami game it's gonna be very cold there by the way it's gonna be one of the coldest i believe the coldest playoff game ever uh temperatures i guess are gonna be down near uh zero and windchill bring it even lower than that and the tickets are like 68 bucks and dropping because so few people are interested in standing out in the cold well that's it's a it's a failed premise though because if you're saying we're all selling our tickets because it's so cold well who's gonna buy the tickets Mm. well they're trying to get more people to get there so they're dropping the prices anyway um ESPN, one of their flagship programs, is now in trouble. I don't know if you saw this story. They allegedly violated the rules of engagement in the cutthroat world of sports television awards. I did see this, and I was like, this is over a long time, too. 37 Emmys to the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. Sciences is a big deal. 37 of them will be returned by ESPN uh, because uh, an investigation revealed that ESPN had submitted bogus names for award consideration. 
the belief is they did this because they they wanted to circumvent the rules governing who can win awards. So basically, they believe the scheme dated to at least 2010. It could even be further back. Resulted in stars like Herb Street, Lee Corso, Chris Fowler, Desmond Howard, Samantha Ponder, among others, being given Emmys they were not eligible to win. So under the rules from this whole thing, on-air talent is not eligible to win two awards for the same work and that has been the way up until 2023. So Herb Street could not could win for his work as an analyst but could not win an award won by College Game Day as a program. So a lot of times these people will have two things going on and they say well you can only win in one category. So what they would do is they would submit the game college game day program, but they would um, take different talent and put their names on it to circumvent the rules. And then they said they'd give them to stars later re-engraving the correct <laughs> names on the statuettes. You can go to a store, usually in a big city, and just buy those fake trophies like World's Best Dad and just do it that way. It's now, a little easier. a reporter for the College Athletic, I guess, they're the ones who, uh, I think that's what it's called, um, were the ones, the Athletic uh, is the name of the it's a website, publication, The Athletic, yes. Yeah. According to them, and they looked into this, they say they do not know if the personalities were even aware of a scheme because usually the on-air personalities have nothing to do with the actual submission process. So the company may have said, well, we're going to do this. We're going to get around this. And in the meantime, we're going to, you know, give them to them and put their name on it. So weird. So now they got to give up all those 37 of them. And now, now, promoting and advancing the craft and microbrew culture in Northeast PA. This is another, another edition, edition of the Friday, Friday Beer Buzz. Buzz. The Friday Beer Buzz, powered by Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar in Exeter. Sabatini's, the area's greatest selection of rare craft and imported beers. Growlers and crowlers and 37 rotating drafts at Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar. Wyoming Avenue in Exeter. Lindo Sabatini's here. I told him he's got a new chair. How exciting. <laughs> I got to tell you, she loves these chairs I, a lot. I'm, I'm actually, I love it. You it's, do, it's a nice yeah, chair. I'm, Are I'm you happy. sitting in comfort? It's, How's your chair, Nancy? Chair. Nancy oh. has your chair too over there. Oh, I have the Tempur-Pedic chair. Hmm. It's, it's not my request. It was somebody else's. Not many people say this about chairs, but I like this one because it's quiet. Yes. Well. Like, it's like what you want from me, actually, is to be quiet. <laughs> the last chair would squeak every time I moved. This well, is yeah, nice, this is one of nice the reasons why yeah. we needed a new chair. Because we, well, we needed, we got three new chairs because not only are they falling apart, but they make noise, which isn't good in the radio because you can hear it. Well, it adds character to what should be a professional sounding broadcast. <laughs> Everything anyway. Like See, it's all for you, Lindo. Anyway, you. how's things going? Good. Yeah. yeah, everything going well. You're going to have a big NFL uh, wild card weekend, so there'll be, I'm sure, people coming out to watch games. Yeah, I'm really excited. You got the Peacock Network? <laughs> no, we, we don't. We don't, oh, we don't games. Do that. <laughs> no, you no, you don't even. No, 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 we don't play the games. Oh. I didn't think you did. Do you even have TVs up there? I forget. I don't no, know. not so much. No? No, no we, we have things that look like TVs, but they're our, our menus. Wait a second. Yeah. So when you handed me that folded thing and I opened it up, I wasn't dreaming. I did watch a game on that because the menus are TVs. <laughs> no, and the TVs on, on the wall. No, I know. Our TVs are, are actually right. our menus. You're your menus. Yeah. Okay. So in all the uh, items there. So, well, it's going to be cold. I heard it's going to be really cold. Yeah. I feel like we're sad about this. We, I mean, we can stay inside. People stay inside a lot in the winter. And no, I mean, at, at the game, it's going to be cold? Oh, the game is going to be cold. Record cold, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Where's, where's the game? Kansas City. 
Well, the cold game is. Yeah, the cold game is at Kansas City. That's the one that's going to be the coldest playoff game that they believe. All right. So, we, so. we're going to get to the, today's beer, which to yeah, me seems to, yeah. dark and creamy. <laughs> it I smells haven't. like it's in my wheelhouse. What are you thinking, Jason? I think I haven't smelled it yet. Let's see. Last week's Tasty Cake beer was fun. So I wanted to. Uh, this one is super I, I, I creamy. It, so I wanted to stay in that same realm. Of oh, my a, God. It's creamy. Take if, it, it's smooth and creamy. I was going to say, this, I'm not going to taste it yet till after beer no, news because I want to keep it fresh. No, take a sip. Oh, keep like, it fresh. <laughs> what, what do you mean? The thought, I forget. I was going to say, if this thing is based off of my smell. Just so you can think about it the entire time we're listening to beer news. Based off of my smell, I, if this thing was called Death by Chocolate or something, I'd be like, I nailed it. It's just creamy. Say, it's very creamy. It's very, um, it's delicious. It's like hmm. flavorful. I have a thought. I just don't know if it can survive well, this. Well, don't say it. Okay. We're Hold not going to say anything don't else. Forget, we'll tell forget, you what our forget. featured beer today is. Forget, but first, forget. we're going to get you caught up to date on stuff that's happening. Distracting. Beer. 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 News. Hi, everybody, and happy Friday. It's Bill from MyBeerBuzz.com. MyBeerBuzz.com. With your beer, 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 beer news of the week. Founders is working on all-day lemon shandy. That will be a shandy-style ale that hits 3.5% ABV and a slightly sweet 10 IBU. It will be packaged in 12-ounce cans. Founders is also working on something called M.I. Pilsner, and it's a Michigan-style Pilsner that hits 5% ABV and 20 IBU. That will be packaged in 12-ounce cans, and it looks like a car license plate from Michigan on the packaging. Elysian Brewing in Seattle, Washington, is working on Batch 3000, and that'll be their 3,000th batch of beer at their brewery. It will be a Bananas Foster Stout, and the resulting recipe came out of a contest winner from the brewing staff at Elysian. This beer will use turbinado sugar, banana puree, and cinnamon. And the beer hits 13% ABV, and it will be packaged in 16-ounce cans. That's your beer news of the week. As always, you can click on the breaking beer, 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 beer news tab on my beerbuzz.com mybeerbuzz.com for more details there you go thank you bill 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 thank you beer news details okay so, so this is so a delicious creamy take a stab at it what do you think it is what are you, what are you tasting i'm tasting there's some i feel like there's some hard liquor or something in there because it has that kind of burn as it goes in your throat but not not heavily like a whiskey barrel thing something like that but I, I also taste like a chocolatey thing i taste chocolate a lot in beers um but if it was some sort of berry i wouldn't be surprised either which is weird but am i right am i even close no is, no, yeah, no okay. not so much not today i, I didn't no. think chocolate but i, I that's my go-to which is so easy just smell it hang on <laughs> What See, I tasted it so much, my wait, smell oh, is wait. off. Butterscotch. No? Caramelly? Maple. Maple. Maple? Oh, my God. I thought maple earlier, and then I tasted it again, and I said, no. So Leather? So there's a maple something. What is it? Maple? So, so last yeah, week was, it. A, was, the, was the victory uh, Tasty Cake coffee cake beer that we did, right? I and missed I, that, and, and, I, and I'm and sad. I, yeah, you missed you, it. Before. It was delicious, it and was, it also was one of the most talked about things we did because we had a debate about Candy cakes yeah, versus candy, candy cakes. Candy versus candy. And I, and, and I didn't believe you when you were saying that they changed the name in 1974. Yeah, I didn't believe that I, either. Because I, I knew it as Tandy cakes. As tandy cakes. Oh, my wife is younger than I am, and she was, she was like, no, it's Tandy Cakes. But anyway, that was last this week. This is yeah. killing me. What are we drinking? Candy Cake. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. I, I had fun with that, so I walked through the shop trying to find something that I think would be equally as fun. Mm-hmm. And this is from Southern Tier Brewing Company. Right. And this is their French Toast-inspired beer. Ooh. Totally get it now that it, Now that I say it, I you're not getting chocolate and berries anymore. Now you're getting 
French toast. I am. I have a it's very definitely sugar. It's a little cinnamony-ish yeah. and maple-y. I will say it's you know you were here about educated palates. I have a very uneducated palate. My brain needs to be told what to taste. <laughs> and as soon as you tell me that, I'm like, oh, I get it. It's very clear. It comes into focus. That's really good. I don't think they use butter, right? I, um, I would think not. But there's a creaminess there to a it. There is a creaminess to it, and that's. Mm. Really interesting. And a vanilla-y. Is there vanilla? It's almost like a vanilla in it. Um, that yeah. might be where the, bur- the, the alcohol thing I was tasting it could be the vanilla. You're going to get maple syrup. Okay. You're going to get vanilla. Oh, right. You're going to get cinnamon. Right. And they use a little bit of milk sugar, lactose, to bring up that creaminess. No, you're not going to have problems. Right. If we you're know that because of the process. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you think I'm difficult? All that together, it does come out to be like French toast. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. But it's not too sweet. It's not too sweet. No, there's no. a sweetness, it's, it's, but it's, it's not sweet. too. But it's, it's not sweet, too. I've had it's sweet, not like scary sweet. Yeah, that's. I, my brain was tricking me because I, I was tasting something that was probably the vanilla, uh, and the cinnamon was making me think chocolate for whatever reason. But the the sweetness I was getting. That's why I said berries. There was something in there, and I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was. Again, dumb brain. Maple syrup, <laughs> and vanilla. Yeah, it's really good. Well, here's a question for you. I know, and you can't give me your standby answer. Your yeah. standard answer, which is anytime. When do you drink this? Just like for breakfast, is it on a warm? No, I don't think it's stay warm at night. Sunday brunch. Okay, that's a great answer. (laughs) I actually think it would be something nice on a cold night by a fire too. Like it'd be yeah. When you come in from shoveling, yes, because it's it's like a desserty kind of, but it's like a treat. All right, here's another question. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. How strong is it? Oh, <clears throat> oh gosh. It tastes strong. So I'm going to say like 9%, but it, is it less? We're about to find out. Nancy, I'm going to say over 9. No. Is it low? Jason's pretty close. Is he? We're going to give it 8.6. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Price is right rules. It's over and I don't win. You, but, true. But in yeah, this well, case, I yeah, went nine, over by more. You said 9, but under. That was like right, right there, right. So you were right in the sweet yeah. spot. Good job on an uneducated palate. So he goes well, by the tummy burn. 
How much of the warm out. feeling in his tummy? I would never have said tummy, but yeah. <laughs> My well, belly is hot. Okay, you'd say belly. Is belly any better than tummy? My jiggling They're belly both is weird. Um, Stomach would be appropriate. So your father that says... He can't believe you like these beers, right? He doesn't understand. Because like, his whole thing was like, I'd rather drink something that tastes good, like a Coke or what. So he said he didn't like the taste of beer. Can't believe I like the taste. I say I think it's fascinating that they can do this. Turn a beer into French toast. Yeah, that's like, something how do they that's do that? magical. Well, right. Yeah. So if he likes Coke, he's probably going to like French toast beer, right? He's strangely stubborn and, I guess, logical in the sense, and I do this sometimes where I'll say like, well, if I want French toast, I'll make French toast. Why do I need a beer that tastes like French toast? <laughs> yeah. so, he overthinks things just like Jason. You remember the Nintendo Wii? That yeah. was a whole process because it was like, if you want to play football, go play football. Why am I going to sit in my house and pretend to play football and move my arms? I'm like, okay, stop. No. Really go bowling. <laughs> Dad, stop. No, this Drink is your fabulous. French toast beer. I like it a lot. This is really good. It's a good beer. You've been having some good choices. I know Nancy used to say like, oh, those beers, you bring in a selection. I don't get what he's thinking. This guy can't make... I'm kidding. She's never said that. You're you're on a roll though, big time. Uh, all right, next, next week we'll go more towards. Uh, Nancy never said that, Brian. And like, more towards a what? Non-flavored beer. We'll go more towards beer flavor. Like a beer beer. You want me to bring beer? Uh, I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm all for the flavors, but you know, yeah, I, I guess I'm, other people maybe aren't. So we want to super serve people. All right. which, which is strange. The only flavor I typically drink in my my non-beer buzz. You know, drinking Just say some is, random word, and I'll bring a beer that I can get to relate. To I've been beer. waiting for a good lime beer. Right. That's more summer. Lime? I could do. Oh lime. God, let's yeah. wait a little. Yeah, bit. let's wait for that one. Give me a different word. Anything. A sour. Um, let's do a sour. No, not a style. Just give me uh, a random oh, word. Obtuse. Oh. Um, like you mean like a flavor? Schaefer. Oh, old God. school beer. Oh, I can bring something. Is it the Bob Cardaro beer buzz? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to bring it up my, old. only person that actually need to. I don't know if this microphone's even going to work, but let's see. Anyway. <laughs> no one could hear you. You're very Why muffled. Why beer sound taste the same as it did when we were young? Is it water? Is it the process? It's your, it's your mind? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the same beers, uh, I would think, would be close still to the, what they did. I mean, these breweries aren't going to mess things up. I think yeah. we think it changed. Yeah. Well, they closed, like Shaper. This is the yeah. get off my lawn beer this edition. Past- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just what the hell? Did they change the recipe on Pabst since 1894? I don't think so. No. It reminds me of that knows. time I walked in on Bob's show and I said, how can we not talk more about Democrats and how wonderful they can be as humans? Yeah, but, beer, but beers. Remember that segment, Bob? It was yeah, great. I didn't even say excuse me. I just appeared. <laughs> beer's not political, though. Beer is beer. Well, I guess you can make a political in a divided world. What, what hand do you drink with your? Let me take a sip. Let me see. Ah, uh, a lefty. Look at that, Bob. A lefty. <laughs> my phone, Typical I, left. Because my phone was in my right. I, I'm, I'm ambidextrous when it comes to drinking. Yeah, I don't think he's a lefty. He likes his beer cold like himself, a snowflake. <laughs> All right. So next time, wow. What should we do? He's like, I'm out of here. Oh my god. And everyone, Bob is leaving. Schaefer. Yeah. Sorry. Schaefer. Yeah. Um. What should we do? I don't know. What do you feel like? <laughs> You have the huge selection. What haven't we not done in a while? This is back to next week. How about a country? Oh, okay. America. I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) You carry American beer? No. um, What's a good name? Japan. All right, I'll bring a Japanese beer. Is there really one? I mean, I'm sure there is, but I mean, is there... I'll bring a fun Japanese beer. Why not? Yeah. Are there any countries that don't make beer? We're going to bring a Japanese fruit. Does North Korea have a beer? We're going to bring a Japanese (laughs) fruit beer. I have a fantastic line of Japanese fruit beers. Oh, cool. We might bring one or two of them. Awesome. Japanese fruit beer, but using Japanese fruit? No. 
Okay. All right. All right. We're, we're over curious. time. We're not fun. <laughs> anyway, we went way over time. Southern Tier French Toast Inspired Beer. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, French, French Toast. toast it's inspired. called French Toast, yeah. French toast. All right. So uh, just get to Sabatini's and uh, buy it today. And they've got other stuff like Japanese fruit beer. Yeah. The Friday Beer Buzz powered by Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar and Exit are the area's greatest selection of rare craft and imported beers. Growlers and Crowlers and 37 rotating drafts at Sabatini's Pizza and Sabatini's Bottle Shop and Bar, Wyoming Avenue and Exeter, the Friday Beer Buzz, bringing good beers and good people together. Yeah, good morning. Seems a little later this morning, but I'll get right to it. Today's going to be an awesome day. It feels like spring right now. Partly sunny today, up near 45 degrees. So if you have any date plans tonight, a lot of folks, they work the Monday through Friday, and they can't wait for Friday night to just chill and do nothing, right? You get a pizza box, you lay down, and you have some pizza. So uh, that could be the case tonight. If you're out after like 7, 8 o'clock, you might get an hour or two of wet snow in northern tier counties, but this is mainly going to be wet roads and rain tonight and it doesn't look like flooding rain either half an inch to an inch of rain rain tonight so in the middle of the night tonight one two three in the morning it could hit 50 degrees it's going to get warm right before the front moves through once that happens the rain ends so you wake up tomorrow morning tomorrow saturday morning is my clean the house and scrub the toilets day so i'll be doing that tomorrow in the morning and the rain will be over and then we get some cracks of sun now if you wake up tomorrow morning don't be deceived It'll still probably be in the 40s, but temperatures will be dropping through the 30s in the afternoon tomorrow, and a mix of clouds and sun, maybe a flurry. And then we're in a period from Sunday through much of next week with highs in the 20s every day. Keep in mind, this month is now running 8 degrees above average. It's been a couple years since we had a cold January, so you forget what that's like. So even next week with colder weather, it's still not bad in the 20s. Monday looks dry. Even into Tuesday looks dry. Late Tuesday, Wednesday, we might get brushed with some snow, but it doesn't look like much. And uh, then quiet after that. So a little colder, but the Midwest is really going to get the core of the cold. We're not going to get that, so not so bad. Okay, good. Like that. Sorry we were a little late. That's all right. I was talking to Johnny Lucas when he just called me now to do this. And uh, I said, now, with the cats passing, I was trying to ease in. I said, how about, you know, if I go away for a weekend or something, you watch Jet. (laughs) Now, he's such a nice guy. He's so sincere. He kind of... In a polite way, said no, thank you. <laughs> said, it might be it might be too much for him. I think yeah. to go from a cat to my crazy dog. Yeah, I don't it's know. Very very different. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> ease him in with a beagle, not a Jack Russell. Have no. a, <laughs> yeah, I know. Have a great weekend. All right. All right. See, see you, you later. Bye. See you, Jim. It's the celebrity birthday game. Jason guesses the ages. If he's within two years, it's a win. All right, we're going to do a couple, like not just today, but tomorrow, perhaps Sunday as well. You have to come in tomorrow today, and Sunday? Today, January 12th. Oh, Amazon.com yeah. founder and former CEO Jeff Bezos. It's his birthday today. He's rich enough. He can be whatever age he wants to be. I bet he's like 66. He is 60. Oh, my he's goodness. He's only 60. <gasps> Looks Radio like Lex Luthor. Shock Jock Howard Stern's birthday is today. He's got to be 70 now. He is 70. You're is right he really? He knows. Yeah. Not a stalker, though. Promise. <laughs> Not a stalker. Uh, tomorrow, uh, birthdays, uh, Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean actor Orlando Bloom. It's his birthday tomorrow. Mm, 44. He's 47. Oh, Orlando. Patrick Dempsey, you know, Mr. Uh, Dr. McDreamy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, is he 60? He is 
58. So you're close I enough. I got that one. Yeah. Right, Hunger Games actor Liam Hemsworth. Not the other one. He's not Thor. That's Chris, no, right? No. Uh, is, is he younger? I'm going to say he's 44 as he's well. He's 34. You made him old. Mm. Not that that's old, but older. All right. Julia Louis-Dreyfus from uh, Seinfeld and other shows. I'm going to say she's 68. She is 63. Mm. Or older too. Jason. Oh, so on Sunday, uh, yeah, January 14th, actor Jason Bateman. It's Who's his birthday. An, um, you forget he was a child actor. Yes, and That's now he's six, on a whole bunch of other So much. Uh, Jason Bateman's like really my age, so I'm going to say he's a little older. I'm going to say he's 50. He's 55. Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's why we were probably never friends, because he's so much older. Actress Faye Dunaway. Wow, from the list of, I thought she was gone already. She's going to be 90. She is 83. Mm. See, look at me just making older. Foo Fighters leader Dave Grohl. It's his birthday on Sunday. Dave Grohl is... 54. He's 55. Close enough. Rap, rapper, actor, LL Cool J. Birthday Sunday. Joining NCIS Hawaii. He's, I'm going to say he's 58. He's 56. Close enough. Boom. CNBC host, um, well, former CNBC host, former Fox News Channel chief anchor, Shepard Smith. Birthday today. How old? I mean, Sunday. Sorry. Sunday. Oh, no, it changes it, I guess. Yeah, no, it changes everything. <laughs> changes. No, uh, he is going to be... 61. He is 60. So close enough. And finally, actor Carl Weathers' birthday. Remember him? Apollo, Apollo Creed. Creed. Yes. <laughs> How old and is he? He also played the guy with the wooden hand in uh, uh, the um, Happy Gilmore. Um, he's going to be 74. He's 76. Close enough. What is that? Woo! Good for you. Do we just woo together? <laughs> yes, we woo. It's a rare woo. It was woo, a jinx. double woo. Woo. All right. No, then we have to go do 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 do. Okay, coming up, Bob Cordaro. After crashing the beer buzz and telling us all to get off his lawn, he shall come up. <laughs> He's laughing, but I'll be back in like fourteen minutes. He's gonna call me evil. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.